Hello, last of the classically trained Tumblrinas. I'm Lauren Shippen, professional writer and veteran Stucky Shipper who is surrounded by not one, not two, but three artistic renderings of the line, I'll be with you until the end of the line. I like to surround myself in Stucky love. I am Cherokee McAnally, professional tumblerer and veteran Twihard, who once brought a team threesome sign to a midnight viewing of Eclipse. And I've also reblogged more than 50,000 posts, not all about Twilight, but there's an influence. Wow, that's, that is hefty. <laughs> you know, can't stop, won't stop. And this is Dashboard Diaries, your deep dive guide into the wild, wonderful world of Tumblr. And uh, this is our first episode, Cherokee. I'm excited. Are you excited? Me too. I feel great. I'm so excited. <laughs> and for this first week, this episode zero, if you will, we're going to hit on some Tumblr classics and also talk about our own relationship to this wonderful website. I guess to start us off, Cherokee, do you want to tell me about what the last week on Tumblr was like for you? Absolutely. We'll start there and then we'll work our way back to, to, the, to the origin story. I would love nothing more, Lauren. So this has been a big week on Tumblr, as it always is. Last week, Stranger Things Part 2 premiered. Mm -hmm. And we did, you know, a big Stranger Things takeover. It was fun. I spent my entire day reblogging uh, community posts about Stranger Things. And this week has really been about Eddie. Big Eddie week, <laughs> yep. I would say. Uh, and on top of that, and most recently, Thor Love and Thunder came out today. Yes. I have not seen it yet, but I did do some light scrolling to prepare for this. And I am have sadly seen spoilers, but I'm kind of okay with it just because, you know, I feel a little more attached now. Yeah, I, that is yeah. That, that is a risk that we take when we scroll our dash um, and a risk you take in listening to this podcast. Let's be honest, we might get into some spoiler territory. I also saw a lot of Stranger Things stuff this, this past week, um, and I did watch the entire volume two of Stranger Things in like a day. So I, I was prepared to dive into the Tumblr world and have been seeing mostly, mostly Eddie. Yeah. A lot of love for Eddie. I think Eddie is perhaps Blorbo of the week. He might be. He's big. I feel, I feel attached to Eddie. I also watched uh, Stranger Things part two in one sitting and have a lot of emotions about it yeah yeah i oh man speaking of a lot of emotions uh, i guess this is a little bit of a, a spoiler uh for a specific scene in, in stranger things volume two finale the scene with max and lucas and the house i was i was that got me real good i was crying pretty hard at that um just some fantastic acting from those from those two actors oh my gosh truly incredible i did have to pause it uh to breathe a couple times you know sometimes when scenes are a little too <laughs> intense you take a you take a step back take a moment before yeah you maybe gotta like you know stand up and walk around yeah. your your apartment take a lap and before coming back to it and that's when vecna gets you that's when you're most yes. vulnerable yeah what would your uh vecna song be like what would get you out of the upside down I've been listening to the Boys of Summer cover by Atari a lot recently. <laughs> Specific, and I love it. Yeah, so I feel like that. I feel like that could get me out of Vecna's grip in, in the in the here and now. That's what I'm feeling currently. What about you? Uh, well, I'll preface with uh, roughly quoting a Tumblr post, which said, "If you know, if I'm stuck in the upside down, just let me go because I can't for the life of me pick one song." Uh, <laughs> and honestly, I've, there are two, and I'm still going to say two. I think they would be equal. Dreams by the Cranberries. Oh, great song. And Torn by Natalie Imbruglia. Oh, great song. Two faves. I think those would, the, you know, help me help me get out. A strong showing from the 90s yeah. here in this podcast um, recording today. I mean, always. I would always run back to, uh, to 90s. What is it, like? 90s kind of like rock pop, pop rock. I don't know. I love the Cranberries. Yeah. And I love oh. Torn by Natalie Imbruglia. I couldn't name another one of her songs, but Torn, I mean, that's all you that's need. That's all you need. That's all you Look need. Look at that. Yes. Ugh. We, are, we are two 90s, 90s babies. <laughs> On the same wavelength. understand each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I mean, while we're, while we're delving into the depths of our, of our pasts, I, I, I feel because it's our first episode that we should talk about our, our Tumblr bona fides. You know, how long have you been on this site? What has your relationship to the site been? Give me the whole bio. Oh, we go way back. We've had ups. We've had downs. We've had preppy eras. Sure. I... <laughs> <laughs> the, 
the hipster girly things phase yes, of Tumblr. Yes, yes. I've changed now, uh, just not for the better, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> I actually, I was going back on my archive uh, to prepare for this uh, pilot recording, and I realized I've been on Tumblr 10 and a half years now. So big anniversary. I joined in January wow. of 2012. and. Congratulations. I mean, 10 years. thank you. It's, you know, it's been an honor, uh, really, to, to haunt <laughs> the, the halls of the dashboard, <laughs> if you will. Um, but yeah, I would look to, actually looked back at my first ever post was an extremely high contrast, like inst- early Instagram, like square photo of like the beach that I'd added like the veranda filter onto or something, you know, but oh, I like, perfect. I feel like perfect way to kick myself off or kick it off on Tumblr. I actually, I got on Tumblr because... My freshman year of college, I decided, look, I'm going to reinvent myself. She's different. She's 18. She lives in New York now. <laughs> uh, my style needed to change, too. And I was saving inspo, like, for outfits and whatever in mm, a Word mm-hmm. document, like a collage. Oh, my yes, goodness. Yes, yes. And my freshman college roommate, who is my best friend to this day, so she introduced me to Tumblr, said, what the hell are you doing? And I was like, oh, yeah, this is (laughs) I think I need a room transfer if you're going to continue doing whatever this is. (laughs) And she was like, you're going to be shocked. I need to tell you about Tumblr. What a good friend. And so, yeah. And then I got on Tumblr and never stopped and have not stopped as it as it turns out and 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 now work work for tumblr i mean yeah. you, you turned that that love of tumblr into a job indeed i did they can't get rid of me they tried uh <laughs> not actually so essentially i interned there my senior year of college and they didn't have any open roles after i left and i really wanted to work there so i essentially just kept refreshing the jobs page and going to every single event possible like they had happy hours they had stuff I was there all the time. My new internship was a few, you know, blocks down the street. And finally, a job role opened. I applied within probably seconds of it opening. Thankfully, you know, got hired as the onboarding associate. And when they were presenting me at all team, like our team meeting where they introduced new people, multiple people came up after and were like, you left after your internship? We were not aware because you are always here. <laughs> and so that is the story of how I got my job at Tumblr. I just hung around enough, honestly. <laughs> Everyone interviewing me was like, "You seem dedicated enough. I don't really have many questions for you. I feel like you get it. You're be- you're here anyway, so we might as well yeah, add you well. to the payroll. Might as well put you to work." <laughs> yeah. How about you? I I have been on Tumblr a long time. I joined sometime in late 2008, 2000, early 2009. So. It's been 13 or 14 years for me on on this website, and I I never left. I never left. And that's partly because I just sort of moved from hyperfixation to hyperfixation, so I always have a fandom that I'm, like, obsessing over. But I also just really like the vibes in there. You know, it's the one social media that I've had since I was a teenager that I, I never want to give up, and I also just love diving into parts of Tumblr that I'm not necessarily a community member of. Many years ago now at this point, this would have been 2013, 14 through 2016, 17, I had a YouTube series, which you can no longer find because I scrubbed it from the internet, called According to Tumblr, which was me trying to explain Tumblr fandoms or or trying to explain TV shows, book series, etc., based on what I was reading in the Tumblr tag. So trying to, you know, summarize TV shows basically based on what the fandom is talking about. So it, it was, you know, a humorous series about differences between fandom and, and, and canon and all of that kind of stuff. And that's sort of also how this podcast started. <laughs> because I came to you a couple months ago and was <laughs> and said, I kind of want to bring this back in some form. And you were so game because you feel as passionately about Tumblr as I do. No, I compl- I am obsessed with Tumblr. I It is unfortunately, fortunately, definitely embedded in my personality at this point. I <laughs> love it so much. I talk about it all the time. My friends are definitely, which my entire friend group, by the way, has all like were, you know, were or Tumblr employees largely. Uh, we right, we stick course. together. Uh, but yeah, I they're probably very tired of me talking about Tumblr constantly because it is what you know, what's going on? Okay, well, this week, guess what? Miss Marvel premiered, you know, whatever it is, I'm always yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> 
So yeah, I'm really excited to be really earnest uh, with you bi-weekly. And, and while you work for, for Tumblr, uh, this is not a, an official Tumblr podcast. I feel like we should, we should mention that disclaimer, but it is... It's got the, the Tumblr stamp of approval, as it were. They're happy we're doing yeah, it. Yeah, it's like a friendship. They're into it. Like a little, it yeah. Um, but yeah, it's this is just me, you know, fangirling over the place that I already work, as it <laughs> as it turns out. But this is not uh, an advertisement, folks. This is just just m- being Miley. Uh- <laughs> yeah, pure pure earnest excitement. All Tumblr, all the time. <laughs> Always be fixating. Always be fixating. Always. Oh, that's great. Yeah. We should we should make a sticker with that. I absolutely. We could add it to the uh, the poster, the little. Oh creative. yes, yeah. Please go and look at our our art. Uh, we will post the, the 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 banner version of it because it is so gorgeous. Shay McMullen, our artist, put all of these beautiful little Tumblr in jokes in the in the art, and it's incredible. And I keep staring at it because I love it so much. It really is wonderful. I almost made it my like LinkedIn header, and I was like, I was thinking, is that is that too far? <laughs> Perhaps. Not my whole identity, maybe? It was a consideration, though. Maybe I'll just make it my computer background, you know, to really Yeah. I mean, listen, this is the the first episode. There's plenty of time. All right. One segment that we are going to be doing uh, repeatedly on this show is Dashboard Confessionals, which is when we dive into our own Tumblr archive and pick something at random that we were blogging about X number of years ago on this date or on any random date. So Cherokee, what do you have for me? I have something that I also just slacked or to you, messaged to you via Zoom so that you can experience it as well. It is a oldie but a goodie. (laughs) The post is, I love high contrast photos of fruit floating threateningly in the night. I'm sure if you've been on Tumblr for any number of hours, you have likely seen this one. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And someone replies, I don't believe such a thing exists. And Coco Lou, who is the OP, said, uh, you know, of course it does exist and shared some high contrast photos of fruit floating threateningly in the night, which I think should also perhaps be a tongue twister that people do before, no I don't know, recording a podcast. It's really amazing how... It's impossible to imagine, based on the description, what that photo would look like. And then you see the photo and you're like, oh, yeah, that is fruit floating threateningly in Obviously. the night. That's yeah, exactly what exactly. that is. <laughs> one of, it, honestly, maybe one of my favorite, you know, classic Tumblr posts. I think I reblogged this in 2013. It's been a long time since I've seen it. And I thank you for bringing it back back into my life because I do very much enjoy it. You're so You're so welcome to be threatened by that fruit. You know, my yeah. gift to you. It's very, it's very threatening. And we will be reblogging it to dashboarddiaries.tumblr.com so you too can be threatened by fruit floating in the night. <laughs> so seven years ago, I reblogged on this day a compilation of John Ralphio singing. Um, I will also reblog that to our dashboarddiaries.tumblr.com because it is excellent. If you are unfamiliar with John Ralphio, he is Ben Schwartz's character from Parks and Rec. He is probably most famous for the worst. That's like his kind of like tagline. Um, And also don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious with Jenny Slate. It's fantastic. Just so many, so many good moments. I love John Ralphio and Ben Schwartz as John Ralph. That character just all time. One of my all time favorite television characters, to be honest. I mean, and so, so memeable. So memeable. Even now, today, in 2022, we are still memeing John Ralphio, and I think that's beautiful. What was your, like, very first fandom on Tumblr, would you say, that you kind of participated in or were very, you know, active as a viewer? Hmm. Very first fandom that I participated in t- on Tumblr. Gosh, what a, what a multi-layered question, because I honestly, my first few years on Tumblr, I was, I want to say, in the preppy lifestyle fandom I mm-hmm, mm-hmm. reblogged all the like, if you're a preppy blog, follow this. And that was, you know, my jam. But <laughs> I think, and but I think when I started actually like working at Tumblr, which was in, um, in 20, I started working at Tumblr in 2014 and became like 
full-time in 2015. And that was, you know, when a lot of like, I think that was around the time that uh, Thor Ragnarok came out in 2016. Mm, And so mm -hmm. like the MCU, especially like Taika Waititi uh, Mm -hmm, and his mm -hmm. tie into the MCU, I really participated very, very uh, actively in that fandom. And I would also say another fandom that is a little like, I don't know, I don't know if you would even consider it a fandom. I would, I think the 2000s and 90s fandom in general. Like 2000-ish is one of my favorite Tumblrs. And I just really love the kind of like throwback, like Lizzie McGuire and like That's So Raven uh, kind of content. So I think like the nostalgia and 2000s fandom is the one that really, you know, I started with and have continued through. But if we're talking about specifics, I would say the MCU just in general, I very, I think that like, Right, me starting working at Tumblr and being just really into the MCU kind of probably aligned very well. I mean, the MCU is a, a, a great fandom to be on Tumblr for because what it's been around for as long as Tumblr has. I mean, because mm-hmm. Iron Man came out in 2008 and Tumblr launched in what, 2007, 2008. So they, they come hand in hand. And also there's always something going on, which is really nice. Like there's yeah. always a new thing being added to the MCU. Which is fabulous. Always something MC new. <laughs> In case it's not clear by this point, Cherokee will be the pun captain of this show. You I are apologize. so good at coming up with puns. <laughs> no, it's great. I love it. I love it. You know, it's a it's a passion, I would say. If that if I was in that fandom too, I would say I mean I was uh, once a semifinalist at the Punderdome. Not to not to brag. Is that a thing? Are, are you making thing. another pun or is this a real no, thing? No, unfortunately, <laughs> it is a thing and it is a thing I've done multiple times. It Please is. explain <laughs> this to me. So the Punderdome, uh, it was I, pre-pandemic. I'm not sure if it's still uh, happening, but every every Tuesday in Brooklyn, there was this like free-for-all pun competition. It went for four hours. Anyone oh, could like join. You had God. to like, but there were people who had been punning there, you know, monthly for years and- Essentially how it worked was everyone, you're called up on stage in kind of like waves, groups of six, and you're given a topic, for example, old Hollywood, and you have a whiteboard and you have 90 seconds to write down as many puns as you can think of that tie into this. And then you have to go up and like say your puns, but in kind of like a cohesive story kind of way. So you would be like, I was walking down the Marilyn Monroe today and, you know, what did I see but the Hollywoods, you know, that kind of um, oh my god. And then it was judged by, like, clapping, essentially. So a very scientific way to judge it. Uh, and the prizes were generally, like, made for TV or, like, as seen on TV stuff. Like, really, <laughs> abs- like, random shit. That's perfect. It was excellent in every way. Uh, I really actually liked being a semifinalist because it did sometimes go till 11.30 at night on a Tuesday. And semifinalists, you know, if you don't, if you get cut, you're out by 9.30, which was a respectable Tuesday oh evening, I feel. But I hope one day to to become a, you know, a Punderdome winner. That would really be my... My biggest a real accomplishment. Feather in your cap. Yeah, <laughs> I that is the most specific form of improv I've ever heard of in my life. I love that. <laughs> I didn't even put the two together, and now I'm realizing, yeah, it's just pun. Which obviously, if I was uh, honestly, if I was going to get into any specific kind of uh, comedy or improv, it would be punning. I'm sure we've gotten so sidetracked, and I apologize. <laughs> what were we? We were on. Oh, we were on, uh, on first, first fandoms. fandoms. What was your first fandom, if not the punning fandom, Lauren? <laughs> Deep, deep in the punning fandom. I I was also very much in not necessarily the preppy side of Tumblr, but kind of the aesthetic hipster side of Tumblr. I was really into nice photos and music. I was blogging a lot about music. uh, And I didn't really get into fandom Tumblr until I guess it has been like early middle of of college. Um, Sherlock, BBC Sherlock came out in 2010. end of 2010 it came out in in america because i remember i watched it over christmas break and that is absolutely my first tumblr fandom it was a slow burn at first you know after the first season i dove into some fanfic and dove into following some sherlock blogs but there wasn't a ton of activity going on yet and then by the end of season two it was just enormous. And I would say that, you know, Super Hulock obviously is a, is a massive part of, of Tumblr culture. And we're going to get to a big part of that later on. But I 
the lock part of Super Hulak was definitely my initial interaction with Super Hulak and also my main fandom. Um, I was not necessarily a very active blogger within the Sherlock fandom, but I followed a bunch. I reblogged a bunch. I made a couple of memes that that did okay, notes-wise. I won't tell you which memes they were because then you'll be able to find all of my old blogs. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I had a great time. And I am sure that one of these days we will do a we will do an episode on the John Locke conspiracy because that is a huge part of Tumblr lore and boy was I inside of that when it was all happening. Well, I <laughs> insider's perspective. Cannot wait for the expose episode on that one. <laughs> uh as an outsider, I have thoughts as well, of course. Well, I an inside outsider, I would say to the to the Super Who Lock community were. So you started with Locke, then did you go to Super or Who next? I've I have always been a scattered viewer of Who. Um, I have not seen every episode, but I have seen some episodes of Every Doctor, and I'm absolutely going to jump in and watch um, the new one because Shirigawa from Sex Education, the new Doctor, is amazing. I'm obsessed with this character in Sex Education, so I'm very excited about that. But yeah, my next fandom of the Super Hulak that I dove deep into was our main topic for today. Supernatural. Woo! <laughs> a show I know so much about. Well, so I, my relationship with Supernatural, for those of you that don't know what Supernatural is, <laughs> first of all, how did you find this podcast? Are you okay? All, are you okay? <laughs> did you just wake up from a coma? Um, Supernatural is a television show that ran on the WB slash the CW for 15 years. It ended last year and is a huge, huge part, even to this day, post the show being on a massive part of of Tumblr culture. And I hadn't seen the show until about 2016, 2017. But the first video I ever did for According to Tumblr, this YouTube series I used to do, was me trying to explain what I thought the plot of Supernatural was as just a but passive Tumblr user who wasn't even following any Supernatural blogs, but still absorbed a lot of Supernatural. So we thought for our first episode of the show, it would be fun to have Cherokee do the same thing and have you try to explain the plot of Supernatural to me based on Tumblr and as somebody who has never actually seen more than a handful of episodes of the show, right? Yes. Yeah. So I'll give you a little context on my uh, experience with Supernatural because it does go way back despite me not seeing the vast majority of episodes. We all go way back with Supernatural. (laughs) Yeah. If you've been on Tumblr for more than a minute or so, you go way back with Supernatural. You're part of the community, I really think. And it is, you know, an open and accepting, wayward, you know, community. I know some things. Oh, yeah, you Um, know some things. (laughs) So essentially, my first, uh, like, thing I ever did when I started at Tumblr, my first, first big kind of partnership entertainment kind of campaign was with Misha Collins for Gishwiz, which is this Uh, the greatest international scavenger hunt the world has ever seen, if you're not familiar. And he does this big scavenger hunt. And so we decided to do a virtual one on Tumblr during a supernatural convention. And so because we were doing this big 48-hour massive scavenger hunt with a whole bunch of the cast of Supernatural involved and people, you know, from other shows like uh, like Once Upon a Time and, you know, shows like that. I think William Shatner briefly was almost involved. He didn't end up being involved, but that was going to be really exciting. But anyway, so I went to the Supernatural convention with and spent 48 hours like locked in a conference room with Misha Collins. Locked? No. Well, I was willingly <laughs> having a great time in this conference room, um, but essentially like running the scavenger hunt. And we, uh, so one of my coworkers, the great Amanda Brennan, who you also so may, if you've been on Tumblr for a while, be love familiar Amanda. with. We She's love fantastic. Amanda. A gem. Yeah. Our our meme librarian was her title at the time. I think it might still continue Incredible. to be icon. And she is also huge Supernatural fan. And she said, you know, look, you can't go to this unless you have seen key Supernatural episodes. So this is back in 2016. I can't even remember the specific episode she showed me anymore. I think it was maybe the first episode and then like a few, like I think she picked five and we like booked a conference room at the Tumblr office and like piled in and she would like pause it and be like, okay, this is this character. He's a cinnamon bun. Like, (laughs) 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 and so that's kind of the experience. That's the experience that I have so far for Supernatural. I've seen probably six to seven episodes in total. Okay. All right. And, and spent a day uh, in a conference room with Misha Collins. 
Yes, which is all the supernatural <laughs> knowledge you need, really. I feel I like mean, I honestly, just kind of got it by osmosis. I do feel like we should we should both make a disclaimer that we both have worked with Misha Collins personally. <laughs> hi, Misha. I, hi, Misha. I was literally speaking to him yesterday about Bridgewater season two. Um, I, I write a podcast that Misha stars in. Um, he is the sweetest man on the planet. Just absolutely great. It's always a nice, nice thing to discover that, you know, a Tumblr fave is is a, a fave for good reason. It's just a lovely person. Truly such such a gem. Have loved the few times that I've gotten to work with him. And I am so sorry, Misha, for not having seen every episode of Supernatural. <laughs> I'll do better. There are a lot of them. Yes. I, it's a process. It's a marathon, not a sprint. You know, it, it if, really I, is. if I start now, I can be done by the time I'm 40. Exactly. Exactly. Just pace it out. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, based on those six to seven episodes that you've seen of Supernatural and your many years on Tumblr... Give me the highlights. What is Supernatural about? What are the big moments? Let's go. Okay. So Supernatural is about two brothers, Dean and the other brother, who <laughs> <laughs> whose mom dies on the ceiling <laughs> and then by by fire and then decide that they must they are demon fighters or they must fight demons or they want to find who killed their mom. I think their dad is briefly involved. I think he comes in at one point. They have a car. It's an Impala. It's gray. Mm -hmm. uh, no, brownish, beige. They have a car. It's an Impala. Uh, they like the song Carry On Wayward Son. And and every episode they go around, you know, slaying like the like the, the monster of the week or the demon of the week. But apparently after season two or three, it's less demon of the week and more of these like big like heaven, hell kind of uh, threats, big existential threats. Uh, all the demons have arrived. And then there's Misha, who plays Castiel, who is the uh, an angel of he's an angel and <laughs> he comes down in a trench coat and I can't decide if he helps or hinders them. I think it might be a mix of the two. Uh, so, so he's around and there's a big ship Destiel, which is Dean and Castiel, which became vaguely can canon on November 5th, 2019. Mm -hmm. I, I so 20, 20, 2020. Okay. It was 2020. Sooner than I it thought. Was also election day. Oh God. Or it was it was the Thursday after election day, right? Oof. It was it was like when the it was pandemic we'll we'll get to that. We'll yeah. get to November fifth. Well yeah. Remember, remember the fifth of November. Exactly. Uh, so that um so they, they fight these demons and like there's like purgatory. I think some of them may be stuck in it. Um uh there's a lot of puzzles and clues, I think. Um there's some like relics from the dead. Uh Osric Chow plays Kevin Tran, who can read the Bible? I forget what his thing is. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he sadly dies, RIP. And I think that like they really love Kevin Trans that because that's like a big plot point as well. I, I saw those episodes and I it's been it's been a minute. Um, and so anyway, yeah. Dean and God, what is the other brother's name? I swear I genuinely Oh my god, are you know. did you legitimately forget? I gen <laughs> I legitimately am trying to remember. I'm like, God, I know this. But my brain just keeps being like Dean and Eddie, which obviously <laughs> it isn't it. I I'm merging stranger things. Um but it's Jared and Jensen and Nisha, and they're all they're, you know, like buddies. <laughs> How'd I do? Uh, so I was taking notes on my phone during that <laughs> because there were so many things that there, it's so funny. There were so many things that you said that were so similar to the way that I described Supernatural as a person who hadn't seen it, which that video actually is still online. And I will share it on our uh, Tumblr because I think it'll be a funny comparison point of how I, you know, uh, defined Supernatural based off of Tumblr back in 2014. Obviously, the show wasn't over yet, so you had more context. Um, I think my favorite thing is the idea that the Impala is beige. <laughs> is it not? What color no, is it? Oh, it's black. <laughs> I think I've been in it. <laughs> oh, my God, Turkey. <laughs> so um, the Impala, baby, as she's known. Thank you very much. Beige B. Uh, <laughs> 
is a black Chevy Impala that is mostly driven by Dean. Although sometimes Sam, the other brother, does drive it. That that word had completely left my head. I never would have gotten Sam. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, yeah, I would say that probably, obviously there are Sam girls out there. We love you. We love all the characters. We love everybody who loves the show. But I would say, at least in my circles, I think Dean is probably the the, the main Borbo of the two brothers on Tumblr. And then, of course, uh, Castiel, whose name you got right. I, having only seen it typed out, thought it was, I, I pronounced it Castiel. I was like, I don't know how this is. <laughs> <laughs> Who is an angel? He's the angel of Thursdays uh, in, like, actual Christian lore. Castiel is the angel of Thursdays. I don't know if that ever comes up in Supernatural. Not to my, not to my memory. And, yeah, I think actually helping and hindering is a good description of, of Cass. He... Normally, I mean, he usually helps. He's definitely on Team Free Will, as it's known, which is the three of them, and then eventually Satan's son, Jack, um, which is a whole other thing. Uh, But sometimes Cass, you know, gets possessed by Leviathans or Satan or goes crazy or what have you. Look, it happens to the best of us. It happens to the best of us. Everybody in the show is possessed at some point. Um, And which is fun because you get to see the actors like try different things, which is always exciting. And... Oh my gosh, what else did you say? Oh yeah, Kevin's skill being able to read the Bible. You're not wrong, but that's just the funniest way to phrase it, as if the Bible is something that only certain people are allowed to read. (laughs) It's like the Declaration of Independence and National Treasure, where there's like, (laughs) secret codes. Well, I mean, that's actually like pretty close. Like Kevin's a prophet. And so he can like, read angel texts, basically. And, and he hears voices. It's been a couple seasons since that that was a thing. So I'm forgetting that the finer the finer points of that uh, plot. But I would say you did pretty well. I mean, you got the you got the big stuff. They do go to purgatory or rather Dean and Cass go to purgatory at one point. Oh, and then they all and then Dean and Cass go back to purgatory in the final season to get a flower. That's a very emotional episode. Um, but I don't know that Sam ever goes to to purgatory. He does go to hell, but... Who's the one who dies all the time? Is that Dean? Dean, yes. Yeah. Dean dies, I think, the count is like 157 times or something like that. I yeah. forget exactly what it is. Normal. About 100 of those happen in one episode, to be fair. <laughs> Which I, I've seen that episode. Okay, mystery spot. I've seen the episode, the meta episode, where they're like on the set of Supernatural... Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did enjoy that one. I've enjoyed every episode I've seen. It is very enjoyable to watch. And over 300 plus episodes, they really hit every possible genre, fun trope, weird upside down world. I mean, they, they do everything. They go to a supernatural convention. They see a fan fiction musical of their own lives. They fight God. You know, it's a whole thing. This show has everything. It really has everything. Yeah. It must have been, like, what a fun project to work on for 15 seasons to be able to think of kind of every potential story and do the kind of the meta fandom-driven episodes. I mean, that really just must have been so much fun to be like, how weird can we get? What can we do here? Especially because you have this, you know, dedicated audience who loves it and is like, yeah, get weird. Try something. When's the musical episode, you know? Yeah, Uh, exactly. And so, yeah. And that's what I really like, obviously, um, having known an embarrassing, having an embarrassing lack of knowledge about Supernatural despite having been, you know, chronically on Tumblr for 10 years. I love, like, I really love the Supernatural fandom and Mm -hmm. have jumped at every opportunity I've gotten to do, like, something with Misha or just any Supernatural-related anything because it's always just so much fun and everyone is just, like, having the time of their lives, honestly. I mean, even at the, you know, the conventions with the, the karaoke and everyone dresses up, everyone's so much fun. It's, yeah... It's wonderful. It's a really wonderful community. And I love that it kind of continues. It ha- It's continued on. It will continue on. Destiel continues to be one of the top ships on Tumblr. Supernatural is consistently one of the biggest TV shows talked about. I really love that it's, it's taken on a life of its own. It's, you know, it's it maybe season 15 closed, but the show isn't over. And the stories right. definitely aren't. Exactly. And and there is a prequel show coming, we should mention, The Winchesters on the CW. Um, Jensen Ackles, who plays Dean, is, is producing it and narrating in it. But you're so right. It is its own thing in such a beautiful way. And uh, Destiel is not only one of the top ships on Tumblr consistently, but also the most most ficked ship on AO3. Um, I, I, as far as I know, it recently, I think sometime earlier this year or late last year, crossed over 100,000 
fanfics on AO3 for just the Destiel tag. Incredible. Which I, is amazing. Yeah. I really like, I am a super fan of the supernatural fandom. I think that is the yes. perfect way to put, yes. to put where I fall in this, in this equation. I really love like, it. it is just so wonderful that, you know, so many people are experiencing these characters and we have, there's so much source material. So you can really, yes. you really can kind of guess and know how someone would react, how someone would handle a situation, which means there are infinite stories that can be told from infinite POVs. No wonder there's a hundred K you know, fix on AO3. That's incredible. I Has anyone read them all? Is This is a challenge. Someone. Yes, please do, report please. back to us. Yeah. <laughs> we will do Dashboard an episode. Dashboarddiariespod at gmail.com. Email us. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, yeah, and also there is a, a running joke on Tumblr that there's a supernatural gif for any situation, any kind of reaction. And it's true because everything has happened on that show. And not not only do I, I sort of think of, when I think of early days of being on Tumblr and getting to the fandom side of things, I think about supernatural gifts, but I also think of November 5th as, in some ways, the beginning of our current Tumblr renaissance. I want to hear what you were doing on November 5th, because I remember where I was. And to me, it is it, it still sticks out in in my head as one of the most fun nights I've had on Tumblr match, maybe only with the weekend of DashCon. But this was November 5th, 2020. So we're, what, six, seven months into the pandemic. I am in my one bedroom apartment in LA that I've been inside of, you know, for eight months straight without leaving. And the presidential election, very, very high stress presidential election has taken place two days before, but we don't have results yet because of the pandemic slowing all the results down. So I'm stressed out of my mind. And me and my partner sit down to watch um, Supernatural and watch the episode, love the episode. It's a great time, had by all. And then I got on Tumblr. And between the US politics and Destiel going canon, or, or somewhat canon, and everybody having the most cabin fever ever. The, I, like, just the memes were off the charts. The 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 sort of 15-year mass catharsis that was being experienced all at once on Tumblr was unmatched. I mean, it was the absolute, like, fourth wall breaking meltdown excitement that was happening on that platform. I, I I really, I can't quantify it. It was, it was beautiful. What a perfect way to put it. And I think, yeah, as someone who is, you know, obviously not in the Supernatural fandom, but is a fan of the Supernatural fandom, I was obviously on Tumblr while this was happening. I knew the finale was that night. And so I, and our, our fandom blog, you know, when- It was the uh, third to last episode, not the finale. Oh, it was the third to last episode. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then I, oh, see, I am back. I'm over here on November 20th. Oh my gosh. I apologize oh. for for not realizing that it was the third to last episode where this happened. I <laughs> genuinely to this day thought that was the finale. Oh um, my gosh. Back, that's, that's continuing, amazing. yeah, with my lack of, of knowledge. Uh, but anyway, I have never seen my dash be so one-topicked and overtake everything else happening. It was just chaos. As someone who is not in the fandom, I have FOMO for like, I feel like I would have more fully experienced that if I had, you know, been, I maybe, because I didn't even watch the episode. I just got like the gifts and like the, you know, third, like the kind of canon, but not canon, like from, from my feed. And I feel like I kind of get what happened in that episode. Did they become canon in Purgatory? Is that, there was like, they shared a little Purgatory kiss. Is that? Well, so... Like- <laughs> I mean, in fanfics, I'm sure. Um, So they go to Purgatory earlier in that season, and they get separated in Purgatory, and Dean ends up praying to Cass to try and find him, and it's, like, this very emotional, like, he kneels down and is praying, and then later in the season, Cass has made an agreement with the Empty, which is Angel Hell, um, that when he experiences a moment of true happiness, he will be taken into the empty where he will, you know, live out the rest of his immortal life in in a empty blank space, basically. So Cass tells Dean that he loves him and experiences a moment of true happiness and gets taken by the empty. I, I, makes sense. <laughs> yep, that makes complete sense. No, not you know, with the with the limited knowledge I have, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can I? <laughs> 
Can I share with you my absolute favorite post? I still like think I think these words to myself on the regular. This was an exchange that happened on Tumblr either on November 5th or in the days days afterwards. But somebody it's just a great series of responses. Somebody blogged, I can't believe Castiel went to super hell to turn Georgia blue. And then because Georgia went for Joe Biden that same night. And then somebody responded with, please, God, let me find these things out normally. I am begging you. And then a third person responded with maybe my favorite thing that anybody said on Tumblr, which is, if you go to the circus for news, don't complain if a clown tells it to you. (laughs) That is, I want that on a shirt. I want it like like a cross stitch. That is so perfect. And I really like, I am, yeah, regretting, I'm regretting my lack of, you know, action in the supernatural community on this day. I really would have loved to be a part of the revolution and not just, you know, a viewer on the sidelines. And you were there, you were witnessing the history as it was happening. Not everybody can say that. Some people weren't even on Tumblr at all. I would say probably maybe most people. Yeah, even though I did think it was the finale. (laughs) You did think it was the finale. That's so funny. (laughs) It can be your finale if you want it to be. Exactly. This is the great thing about being a fan. It is what you make it. Throw cannon out the window and do your thing. Throw cannon, make it fanon. Speaking of... Fanon versus canon. I have a quiz for you. Oh, I'm ready. Is it supernatural related? Oh, it's all supernatural related. So every every episode, probably, uh, Cherokee and I are going to do a game. And one of our main games is going to be fanfic versus fan fact, in which we quiz each other on essentially a two, two truths and a lie situation. So I'm going to ask Cherokee... A question and there's going to be three options two of them will be true and one of them will be a lie and she has to guess which as somebody who is not deeply entrenched in supernatural are you ready never been more ready okay so the first question is which of the following is not the title of a supernatural episode a a very supernatural halloween b everybody loves a clown c are you there god it's me dean winchester Two of those are real. One of them is not an actual episode title. Let mm. me know if you need them again. C. C, are you there, God? It's me, Dean Winchester? Yeah. Wrong. That is a real no. episode title. I was like, she's going to think I think it is an episode title, so it won't be, because my other thought was B, but I, and then is B also wrong? <laughs> So cool, it is, cool. this, this, this one was a little bit I, I I this one was a little bit shady of me because so the 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 answer to which is not a title of a supernatural episode is a very supernatural Halloween that is not a t- title of an episode. There is an episode titled A Very Supernatural Christmas. So it was it was a little bit tricky. I uh, I got both my options wrong, which on brand and uh, would wouldn't have wanted it any other way. Perfect. <laughs> And we've got, listen, we've got two more of these. So you you still have time to get two out of three. I'm going to ace them. I believe in you. <laughs> All right. The next one is, which of the following is not a character in Supernatural? A, the Easter Bunny. B, Misha Collins. C, Hitler. Which is not a character that appears in Supernatural. A character. Okay. I know Misha Collins appears as himself. At some point in Supernatural. Because you did see that episode. Because I did see that episode. So that mm-hmm. that's eliminated. So mm-hmm. we're between the Easter Bunny and Hitler. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're, I'm going to go with Hitler did not appear in an episode. So I'm going to give you I'm going to give you half a point for this because this was also a little bit shady. So the Easter Bunny is not a character and in Supernatural. There is a killer bunny at one point, but as far as I could could find, and I have seen every episode of Supernatural, but you know, you forget things, but I could not find that there was the Easter Bunny in in an episode. But Hitler technically is a character in Supernatural because Dean kills Hitler, and then he talks about how he killed Hitler a bunch in later episodes uh, because it's a cool thing to have killed Hitler. It is the soul of Hitler in somebody else's body. So technically, like, Nobody's like, you know, dressed as Hitler in Supernatural, um, thankfully. But uh, yes, there is, that is a, a whole episode in which there's uh, Nazi necromancers and Dean kills Hitler. So that's, that's a half a point. Good for Dean. the way you phrased your, your answer, <laughs> he technically doesn't appear. 
but he is a character. So I, I found my way around it. Also, you did. Is there a Tumblr that has like the log line for every single Supernatural episode? Because I'm going to need to go to that. I'm, I'm sure, you know, IMDb has it, but I want to I no, stay we organic. Want the, we want the fan perspective. I want perspective. the fan perspective. The... the fan written log line of each episode. Yes. Another, please, someone, if you do it, let us know. Please. All right. Final question. Which is not a way that Dean Winchester has died? A, shot by a fellow hunter. B, crashing his beloved car, baby. C, slipping in the shower. B, crashing the car. You are correct. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Although now, okay, so now I actually am second guessing myself. (laughs) far as I know, he was never driving baby and crashed her and died. But now I'm remembering that I think he and his dad, John Winchester, were in the car, got into a car accident at the end of season one, and then he's dead at the beginning of season two, and that's the first time we see Reapers. Supernatural fans, help me out here. It's been a while since I've seen the early seasons, so the internet may have steered me wrong on this. But that, as far as I know, you got that answer right. So 1.5 out of three points. Hell yes. 50%. A solid 50%. All right. That ties up our Supernatural segment. How, how, do you, how do you feel? Do you feel like you know Supernatural better now? I am not going to lie. I feel like I need to watch a lot more of Supernatural because, you know, I can't be this not in the know these days. I've got to I've gotta get deeper. And so I feel, I feel motivated to, to, you know... Be, go beyond being a fan of the fandom and become, you know, a member of the fandom. I love that. And hey, if you do, this is the place to talk about it. We can do a little a little sum up of, of your supernatural journey. That's actually, that could be very that fun. That would be fun. I think I'm, I'm in. Let's do it. I'll start with ep- season one, episode one, and just hell yes. work my way. Hell yes. Purgatory yes. Super hell yes. <laughs> Heaven yes. <laughs> Empty yes. All of the yeses. I mean, in terms of fandom forecast, as we as we round out, I, I think you do have some supernatural on your horizon. But what else are you looking at in the in the coming two weeks in between our episodes that you are excited for? Hmm. Well, first off, I know I mentioned Thor: Love and Thunder earlier mm-hmm, in the episode, mm-hmm. but I am so excited to see just like obviously it's trending number three right now as we speak on July eighth, but. It just came out today. So I think for the next couple of weeks, I feel like that is really going to be just a big moment, kind of like the main thing being talked about. And then also, this is coming out on July 22nd, but nope, the new uh, Jordan Peele film. Jordan Peele movie. And that's right. I'm so excited to see that. I one of the It's one of those things where I have no idea what it's about. Yeah. Uh, and I cannot wait to find out. As we as we round out um, our episode this week, let's end with Feels Corner. What is giving you the feels right now? What is the thing that you are obsessing over, that you are crying over the gift sets, that you're reading the thick of? Tell me your, your hyperfixation of the moment. So I have a, a very specific hyperfixation right now that I don't know if I don't know if it's really broken onto Tumblr yet. I've seen some some whisperings of it, but I just watched. I have two more episodes left, but the bear on Hulu, which is that show about the, uh, you know, like like sandwich restaurant in Chicago. Mm -hmm. I will preface this by saying I've followed a lot of people who watch The Bear and the biggest piece of feedback is like, excellent show, so inaccurate a sandwich shop like this would never be in this part of Chicago and this part of Chicago (laughs) is nothing like you're saying it is kind of thing, which (laughs) is so funny because like that is all the feedback I'm seeing, but even the people who are saying this are still loving the show and I am unhealthily obsessed maybe with Carmine who is played by Jeremy Allen White you may know him from Shameless I just I I'm like the the show is excellent and very well done A.O. Adabiri is in it it's super it's it's really well done I am watching it for one reason and one reason alone (laughs) and that is thirst (laughs) (laughs) and we respect that here on Dashboard Diaries (laughs) I totally get that he's got a real certain something about him he really does short king energy it's really it's powerful (laughs) That's totally it. Oh, my gosh. It's visceral. (laughs) Not to get too horny on Maine here. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. And you have two episodes left. I have two episodes. So I I hold out for finales. Mm -hmm. I don't watch them right away for some reason. I get close to the end of something. And then I I put off. I watch Stranger Things, the part four, part two 
days after it came out. I don't know what it is. I just need that. It lasts longer that way, but I have yeah. two episodes left and I will probably watch them this evening, this weekend. I'm excited to see what happens. It's mostly just like, it's really well shot and very stressful uh, of a show. Like it's like kitchen, yeah. you know, like kitchen intensity, but just him making like beef sandwiches into it. I've never had a beef sandwich in my life, but I would, I would do it for Carmine. Oh, so what are, what are you obsessing over at the moment? Speaking of stressful shows, uh, last night I watched this week's episode of For All Mankind, the Apple TV show. And it's so funny because it's a, it's a show that I don't necessarily in, actually engage in the, the fandom of, or I haven't yet. Um, and it's a show that sort of between seasons I didn't think all that much about. And then it's and then when it's on and I'm watching it, it's one of my favorite viewing experiences. It's this alternate history of 1960s through 1990s America, uh, NASA specifically, and the space race if we had way more advanced technology, basically. And it is so incredibly stressful and I love it. Like every episode I'm clutching my face. I am like moving around on the couch, like total frenetic energy because I just I'm so nervous about what's happening on screen. And it's the most fun I've I've had watching a TV show and being stressed by a TV show simultaneously. Well, since Barry, so not that not that long. But it, it's this it's the same kind of thing where it's like, oh, I can't look. I have to look. I can't look. I have to look. I'm loving this so much. I want to die. What a great endorsement. I endorsement. I have to watch this show now. I love a show about space. I have seen it and just haven't wa- like gotten started for no specific reason. But everyone I talk to who watches it just vehemently recommends it. It is yeah. so good. And if you all listening have feels that you want to share in our feels corner, go ahead and send a voice memo talking about, uh, in like, you know, 30 seconds or less, the thing that you are obsessing over right now to dashboarddiariespod at gmail.com. We want to hear from you and we might put it on the show. I can't wait to hear the feels. I hope some of them are for our boy Carmine from the bear. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. Bear Cubs? I don't know. What are, what's oh, the fandom called? I feel like... <laughs> bear Cubs is cute. Yeah. I like it. I think you've just named the fandom. All right, Bear Cubs. Let's rock and roll. <laughs> bear Subs. <laughs> oh, that has layers Oh, of no. There's too many layers there. <laughs> that, just like that, a sandwich. It took, it took lots of layers. <laughs> took a moment to click, but yeah. And with that, as we say this week and every week, may your Anons always be loving. Your Dash always refreshed. Your gifts always be loading. And your ships always canon. May the fixer reading always be finished. And the answers you seek, always in the tags. And we'll see you next time, or in super hell. This has been Dashboard Diaries. Thanks for signing on. <laughs>